Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Josh Moxon. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to kick off by uh, reading through the passage. And when it's not what it is on the screen, it's because I'm making a comment that I thought was interesting about that part of the passage. So um, don't be alarmed. The crowd joined in the attack. Um, Just remembering from yesterday, uh, they had um, Paul and Silas had cast this demon out of uh, a lady who was earning loads of money from prophesying about the future and stuff like this. And so people were getting really annoyed about that. And the people who's who were in charge of this lady were particularly annoyed with what they'd done because they suddenly lost their income. And then the crowd joined the attack. So a bit of context of where we are. Again, they joined the attack against Paul and Silas back in the passage and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. And about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Uh, That's quite common in in this part of Greece, um, I hear. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw that the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. The penalty for prisoners escaping would have been that he would have been killed. So you can see he's in a desperate situation. But Paul shouted in the midst of this desperate situation, don't harm yourself. We're all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas and then brought them out and asked, sir, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I wonder, have you ever had a bad day? I have. I've had little bad days. I've had a broken down car on the M1 uh, when it was tipping it down with rain and we had a car full of stuff and the wheel was underneath all of that stuff. I've had a bad day with that. I've had really bad news before, like genuinely bad news as opposed to, oh my goodness, there's no halloumi left in the fridge. But we've all had bad days here and there. And this is a story of two bad days that end in an utterly fantastic day for one person and his family. And I dare to say all who watched what happened unfold. Maybe you feel like you've had a bad day this last week. Maybe you feel like you've had a bad six months. But we can look at this story to help us understand a little bit about how followers of Jesus can respond and how God ultimately is able to work in the muck and the mess of our world. So bad day one, the evangelists. They did what Jesus had asked them to do. And frankly, what happened is they were persecuted They were brutally beaten, utterly mistreated. They were in chains and they were locked up. Not the best situation. Um, Has anyone ever heard the song Bad Day by Daniel Powter? It's from a little while ago, but it says this. Because you've had a bad day, you're taking one down, you sing a sad song just to turn it around. Well, these guys did not sing a sad song. In fact, we read on about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Their response was not a sad song like Daniel Powell. So let's have a quick look at Bad Day 2, the jailer. Earthquake may be quite common, but either way, what's happened is the doors have opened 
and he thinks he has no option but to take his own life. A bad day at the office, for sure. And as he's about to do what he thinks is the only option, you hear Paul shout, don't harm yourself, we are all here. Kind of physically in that moment, Paul and Silas, they saved a life. And you have to assume that their reaction to not leave the prison was spirit-led because we see Christians leaving prisons when the doors open in other parts of scripture. So he's provided this opportunity to answer the question of saving their souls. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. I wonder if whether we could go as far as to say that this prison trip was for the jailer. Um, and we will hear on Monday that his whole family come to believe. And I dare to venture a guess that half the prisoners that are around this scene would have been deeply impacted by what happened there. You see, God has broken in here and turned quite a number of bad days into eternal salvation. Having a bad time? Praise him. Worship him. Remind yourself of Jesus in you. Listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Maybe God has something he wants to do in this space, in this season for you or for the people who are around you. I wonder whether this morning for us is about a reposture, like a change of posture. Maybe it's something that you do quite a lot, but you need to do it more regularly or particularly today. It's poignant. A posture change of worship and availability to be guided by Jesus and act in the way that's different and a way that maybe you didn't expect God to be able to move, but he can. The reality of being a Christian means being guided by Jesus. We can act in a different way and expect God to use that. This story, once again, indicates how God can write straight with crooked lines out of what seemed catastrophe for both evangelizers and for the jailer. There came something beautiful for all of them. And in the midst of all of this was the love of Jesus being shown. See, praise is our victory. Alignment with the Father is our victory and the battle belongs to him. So what area of struggle are we willing to praise God through at the moment and even be used in it to bring salvation for others uh, in our lives. I'm going to hand back over to Jamie now as we respond in prayer. Thank you, Josh, so much. I was rather hoping that you'd start singing, So you had a bad day. Alas, no no halloumi in the fridge is a pretty bad day to it, it sounds like. Uh, Well, this morning, instead of having an extended time praising God before the talk, uh, we had that after the talk in response to what we'd heard, which only seemed appropriate, in in response to, to hearing the word of God. And can I encourage you today that in the midst of the battle that you're in to be attentive to the Holy Spirit, to to what he wants to teach you and how you might impact others' lives, as Josh was saying, and and to praise God even in the battle, to use praise as your weapon because Jesus is your victory, that there is power in the name of Jesus, that demons flee at the name of Jesus. I hope you have not a bad but a great day.